Welcome to level 21. You've hit your early 20s. You're tired, hungry, and don't know what the fuck you're doing. But together, we have got this. Grab your weapon of choice, mine's probably wine, and let's level up. I'm your host, Lily, and in each episode, I'll be talking to a friend about something their 20s has thrown at them. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel less alone as they muddle through their 20s. In this episode, my guest is my good friend Bella. Bella and I were flatmates at the University of York, so we've lived together for three years. Today, we're going to be talking about body positivity and how hard it is to try and learn how to love our bodies. Please go and follow Bella's blog, Wild About Bella, for more relatable articles and also some amazing poetry. I hope you enjoy. There she is. Oh, it's connected. Hello. 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 I was going to um, curl my hair, but I figured that maybe that would make some weird sounds. So. (laughs) Just the the sound of hair burning off. (laughs) Don't mind me. (laughs) No, I mean, like the hairbrush on that. I feel like that would make a weird sound. Mm. No. I mean, this is just... So you're just going to have space. to enjoy me in all of my frizziness. This so. is a safe space for bad hair. I mean, look at, look at, look at this. Let's, let's not talk about hair today. Oh my God, to be fair, I could just put in a headscarf. Yeah, fashion a headscarf like I have. Let's be matching. Mm. Oh my God, do you know what I want to do? I saw this thing on TikTok. Um, oh, TikTok? <laughs> yeah, I know. Mo- moving on. Um, yeah. And it was this girl saying, oh, I spoke to my granddad and I said I wanted some more headbands. And then it's like, granddad replied, um, why don't you just use an old, an old tie? That's what the girls in the 60s used to do. And you fold a tie in half and you literally just like... Mm. So it's like, it's like as you would wear a headscarf, obviously the knots at the back of your head. And I was like, that's... Because I can't figure out how to tie it where the knot isn't at the top of my head. I look like the easter bunny i've got these two <laughs> bits just sticking out i know there's a way you can do it where you, you can hide that bit but i'm just not as skilled as other people in the hair hair tie department anyway how are you doing how is lockdown going what's been going on yeah not too not too much to be honest um i started working for my dad again nice um just to kind of pass the time um but yeah I can't move today because of it because um yeah obviously like because he's a tree surgeon so it's all like manual work <laughs> you have to be like there was just like, so I think he forgets that I'm a five foot six female <laughs> because like some of the branches he was having me drag were actually like huge they were just individual trees you know and he's like oh I'll drag that out to the chip and I'm like okay <laughs> But no, I feel fun. like tree surgeon yes that's very hands-on and like outdoorsy I'm working mm. with my mum she owns a china business so I have literally just been spent just been days and days stood at the sink polishing forks just polishing <laughs> forks and it doesn't matter how hard I polish them the forks they're never they're never polished enough they never, you know, meet her criteria, so I'm polishing 
But yeah, I mean, how are you doing? Because I don't know about you, but I'm getting to a point where all of my dreams are making me sad. So I'm waking up every morning just feeling rubbish. Like last night, I had a great dream, but I woke up and I was sad because it wasn't real. You know, like in Twilight, when she's like, <laughs> she's crying. I love <laughs> Twilight. I miss Twilight so much. Watching Twilight. We should just Netflix party. Twilight. Let's do it. We'll drink some red wine. Yes. Watch Twilight. Make fun of Kristen Stewart blinking and making <laughs> weird sighing sounds in the whole the first film. <laughs> That's but yeah, the, the dream itself was really nice. It was, it, we were having a massive graduation party, right? You mm-hmm. were there, all my course mates were there, all that was an there. excellent dream. <laughs> and it was, it was like, it was in my grandma's garden. I don't know why. And um, my grandma lives in this really old house. And I put this sign up on the house, which said, this house is really old. So are we. <laughs> as, as a banter thing. <laughs> And it was such a good night. Had <laughs> you been on the cider or something? Yeah. Oh, this will be funny. <laughs> oh, we're all old now. We're all graduating. <laughs> such a good night. And um, we all got really, really drunk and had a great time. And then um, I woke up and I was like, that's, that's really put me in a bad mood now because that's not real. And I don't know when we will get to do a party. That's good though, that you're having good dreams because I feel like I keep seeing people on the internet saying that they're having really horrible dreams but I don't know me I mine just seem to be disorientating I don't really have a they're not like good or bad I just wake up and I'm like wait what is real and what (laughs) isn't I keep having one of them I just think because maybe because we've all got more time on our hands or something I don't know but everyone's brains is just they're just turning against turning against us you know I think it's a I think it's a creative thing like because you're because you, like, you and me, I feel like we are quite creative people and we need an outlet. And because we don't have any, mm. like, how, like, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> like, you, like, like you know, I'm dragging back to you your polishing skills. She's currently making polishing. this weird action, sort of <laughs> Crystal ball action. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. I do, I do this all the time. You know when I'm on the phone? And I'll start doing something. I'm like, well, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm explaining it very well in gestures. So. You should just be a mime. So, Bella, mm. did you feel privileged? You do realise this is the first episode. Yes. This is the very first, first episode. And here you are. I know. I'm, I'm, I basically started it. You know, I basically deserve <laughs> 50% of the profits. Ah! I've gone to my agent about that. <laughs> also, congratulations on the 2-1. Thank you. Congratulations to you for the two one. Well, look, look at us. we don't know that's true yet. I haven't actually had my results back. Oh, I keep forgetting no one else has had their results. We both had a coffee. Um, oh, it's always a bad idea. I'm I'm on my second coffee. Oh, ho, whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, 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 whoa hold, hold on a second. No. You can't even have a caffeinated tea without jumping off the rails. I don't, that's not entirely true. It's true. It's true. It's true, it's Bella. Bad. I lived with you for three years. Okay, you and caffeine. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but we just get hyper when we're together. It's like when people are like, "Are you drunk?" Like you know, no, we're like, happy. Dogs, um, they see each other in the park, and they're all like, "When we get together, did everyone hear that?" She just called me a dog. Everyone <laughs> called me a dog as well. A dog's <laughs> together. We're in this together. So, Bella. 
Ooh, I tell you what is a good segue. <laughs> no, honestly, though, it, it just popped into my head. Basically, the start of lockdown, I was doing the Chloe Ting hourglass workout routine. And I was like, really, um, what's the word? Committed to it. And I was seeing results. I was feeling great about myself. And then a few weeks went by where I just didn't work out. And then my, I don't know, like my self-esteem and everything plummeted. And especially because I felt like everywhere I was looking online, I mean, it's not so much anymore. Everyone kept talking about like, all these quarantine goals and getting a revenge body. I, I, I just fell into like a really toxic mindset. I think one massive thing that's come with lockdown, especially on social media, which I think is really dangerous, is this, you know, suggestion that because we've suddenly got all this time, we should be doing so much you know we should be this is you know you've got all this time off yeah this is the perfect time for you to yeah do something do something creative get in get a new hobby get yeah. the, get those fitness goals it's like okay yeah that's obviously great if you have the motivation to do that that's absolutely amazing but at the same time if you wake up and you're thinking actually i feel pretty bad today and i just I just want to do what I have to so like if so I know people are like working remotely like do my work and just have some ice cream that's also fine yeah I think everybody is different everybody's reacting to lockdown different everybody has different levels of productivity some days are different to the other days and I just think you know social media can be quite dangerous in this time because there's so much comparison that goes on and like one person the way that they might want to deal with lockdown is to like get up early every day do PE with Joe, like write a novel, you know, cook a mm. new meal every evening. But for some people, you know, sometimes you just have days where just getting out of bed and making sure that you eat and making sure that maybe you go for a walk and just taking care of yourself on a basic level. That is enough right now. Like when we were still, mm. you know, um, doing uni and we were writing dissertations and I had that online performance. I actually felt quite good about lockdown because I was still talking to people every day like on Zoom calls. I had um, goals to achieve like on a daily basis. I had work to be getting on with. But at the same time, I was enjoying that downtime of like not being as go, go, go as we would be, you know, in normal uni life, which is just mm. crazy. But then when I, we finished uni, I was just like, no, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had another lockdown right now. I really was just like, what do you mean? I have nothing to do. I went crazy. And that's why I just started. Well, that's why I started the podcast. Because I'm like, well, it's now or never, you know. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good thing to be cracking on with. How can we love our bodies? We we are both very much on the journey of learning how to Mm -hmm. love our bodies. It's a long road. You have to put the effort in. But we're on it. We're not there yet. But we are on that no but it's true though because when I went to uni and you actually meet people that aren't in that because I feel like high school is can be quite a toxic environment I'm not oh, saying yeah oh I'm not... <laughs> yeah why do you think there are so many coming of age movies because that is literally one of the hardest periods of your life I think from like sort of 15 to 18 is mm. is tough it's really mm. tough because that's when you're trying to you're trying to figure out who you are 
you're trying to mm. present to others this is who I am accept me whilst and the fact that everyone know, know who you are yet the fact that everyone dresses the same no one is trying to be unique no one's trying actually trying to find themselves they're just trying to fit it they're just trying to survive you are or trying to make yourself the same as everyone else you're trying to suppress everything inside you which is different and then you get to uni and mm. you realize being different is cool but I've just yeah, spent exactly. three years suppressing everything that makes me feel different. Now I've got to find it again and bring it, coax it back back out. You know, in high school, um, people didn't like that I had curly hair. It was like I had frizzy hair. It was it was it was kind of judged as like I had I wasn't trying to care about my appearance. Yeah. And then I went to uni, and I remember people being like, "Oh my god, I love your hair!" And I was like, "Seriously." You know, like actually, because I, I straightened my hair to death and it got to the point where like for anyone else that has curly hair, it ruined my curl pattern because of so much heat damage. And then it took a good, I want to say like four years for it to recover. Mm. So, and, and also in uh, high school, I had ghost teeth. I don't know if I've told you this. Well, ghost Probably. teeth. I had extra teeth growing. In my mouth, so I had, but the I needed braces, and the problem with having ghost teeth is that they um, they were obviously in the way that like my teeth couldn't move because I had extra teeth in the roof of my mouth. I had to have them removed, and then I had gaps in my teeth. So you just reminded you, me I have to call the dentist today. <laughs> but no, but but what I mean is that um, I I went around school with braces. I'm missing two teeth in the front of my mouth. Mm. And, you know, so it wasn't a very good time for body positivity. I don't, I didn't, to be honest, I still don't. When I was at school, I didn't know one person who was happy with the way they looked. Like, I I had friends um, in senior school, in sixth form, who were very much like the conventionally attractive type. But even they just hated everything about themselves because it's just it's just impossible not to we're literally raised in a society that breeds us to not like ourselves that's literally like we were saying the other day it's crazy when you think back because there are so many qualities that we see in other people that we wish we had like for example i've always hated the fact that i have broad shoulders and wide hips okay always Mm. hated it because all my other friends at school you know very slim sort of petite physique and I just felt bigger and broader and manlier and not as feminine and then I went to uni and I met so many people who would say to me I wish I had broad shoulders like you you can pull off a power suit and like strut around like a badass or I wish I had your wide hips and I think we're we're always going to see things in other people and see the beauty of it and be like I wish I had that but as soon as we have it just because it's us who has it, we don't then want it. Does that make any sense? No, definitely, because as well, people will notice something or like something about you that you've never even considered is yeah. a feature that someone might like. For example, <clears throat> I went to my cousin's birthday party in, well, early March. Um, and I met her friend there and you know we're all, we're all tipsy and then I remember she said to me um she just went I really like your lips it was one of those times where I thought yeah do you know what actually maybe 
it is a lot it, it's completely subjective yeah beauty is subjective because there was definitely a point in my life where I rated myself based on how much boy attention I got versus how little oh, I got because no. obviously you know all the all, all the films and all the girls in the films um they're obviously like the happy ending is if they end up with the guy if I if I could go back in time right and tell 15 year old me one thing okay the one thing I wish I could change and tell my younger self is that mm. validation from boys or from you know whichever sex you're attracted to or the opposite sex whatever doesn't yeah. mean anything and it is not the truth and it is not worth your time because I can't tell you how many times I have felt shit or I have ruined you know a night out with the girls because I've just been thinking I don't pass this invisible test of being attracted to the opposite sex therefore I don't deserve happiness like literally when you break it down that's what the thought process is because Mm. all of the films and the media and the music and everything that we surround ourselves on a daily basis is happy ending boy gets girl she's happy because she's good enough for the guy sort of thing Mm. yeah I'm so (laughs) I'm so we could do a whole episode on the fact that you know, we literally grew up thinking that validation from boys meant something and how toxic and shit that it's, is. I it's just crazy, though, <clears throat> because it is so subjective. Even as something as simple as hair. My ex preferred it when my hair was straight, and then the guy after him preferred it when it was curly. But it's like, when you think about stuff like that, you're like, well, actually, yeah, they all have completely... Maybe someone would like it if... Maybe he would prefer my makeup. Not not saying do your makeup and yeah, have your also, hair straight or curly, depending. Whatever. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, you know, obviously everyone has their opinion. Beauty is subjective. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna ask you now is, you were saying about those workouts you were doing. I'm I mm-hmm. really am not a fan of these workouts that are advertised as like, do this workout and in 12 weeks you'll have, you know, bigger hips or a slimmer waist or you'll have this body yeah. shape because <clears> basically. Okay, then a bit of a backstory here. So, you know when you're young or you're just growing up or whatever, and everyone always says to you, you have to love your body because then you'll be happy. I always thought to myself, you know what is easier than learning how to love my body? Changing my body. And the one I love I've got. How shit is that? Anyway, that's the mindset I had. So, you know, past few years I've been going to the gym a lot. When lockdown hit, I definitely saw it as an opportunity to just focus on my fitness goals which is obviously great if it makes you feel good if you're doing it for health reasons but I wasn't I was you know it got to the stage between for aesthetics yeah it got to the stage where sometimes I would literally work out in front of a mirror and I would want to see these changes and basically I think I always thought in the back of my head at the end of the day if I really want to change my body I will be able to I'll work out I'll diet Mm -hmm. and it will happen I have never worked out and dieted as hard as I have ever done um wait I've lost I'm not making any more sense I <laughs> no, you are you you are like at the start of lockdown you yeah, yeah, dieted yeah, yeah. and you worked out and everything yeah I've never worked this hard before on my body so if I was going to see a change like a real change this was going to be it and yeah. yeah I have seen slight changes I feel firmer I've lost a little bit of weight I'm feeling healthier and I've got more energy brilliant but I'm not like a before and after 
Like I've met up with friends and family and they haven't even noticed that I have been doing two, three workouts a day for months. And I, I think basically the, what I'm trying to say is the main lesson that I've learned quite recently is yes, you can diet, you can exercise, you can lose weight, whatever you want to make you feel happy. But at the end of the day, to an extent, you can't change the shape of your body. Like I said earlier, I was always self-conscious about broad shoulders, wide hips. No amount of freaking, you know, squats or whatever is going to make my shoulders narrower. and It's going to change hips. your bone structure. That is not, yeah, that is my frame. That is my shape. Yeah. I, I have that forever. So I think I get upset when I see these workouts that say, oh, don't like, you know, your shape do this one an hourglass figure do this yes you can tone your your butt yes you can get more toned arms stuff like that but i just think you know feeding that thought in our heads which is i can change my shape if i want i can change my body if i want is toxic and it's only going to end in heartache when you've put in all the effort and then you come out the other side mm. and you think yeah okay maybe you know my my stomach's a bit toner you know i'm feeling a bit slimmer but overall i'd pretty much look the same because this is my shape that I have been given and I have this for my life. And that's yeah. when I realized, look, I can't change this. The only way for me to truly be happy is if I actually learn how to love it. So that's what I'm yeah. doing. So also, yeah. also a lot, a lot, sorry, I'm just I'm not letting you speak. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's fine. I'm not in this podcast anymore. No, it's just, no, just it's me. fine. I'm, I mean, you can't like pe- people listening can't see me, but I'm literally just sat on the edge of my seat. Like, yes, yes. yes. I would be yes. clapping, but I don't agree with it. All, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, it's not just that, but I've also found one other thing that comes from, you know, excessively trying to change what you've got is my goals will change. Okay. Oh, exactly. Like when you said before and after, I was thinking, but there's never an after that's there's like, okay, that's it, done, you know, I've done it, no, achieved all my goals. Of, day, of course not. The issue is not your body. The issue is the freaking toxic society we live in. The, it's the mindset. It's the mindset. It's not the body. Your body is great. You're already where you need to be. You're already gorgeous. You've already reached your goals you do not have to you know you're already worthy because I started working out for my abdominal muscles abdominal well it's hard to say really you said McDonald muscles I was like (laughs) let's get on board with (laughs) that yes my McDonald my abs basically let's just say abs um and then you know look in the mirror I'm like oh I can I can see progress I like this and then I start going but you know what I still have and these are like my three areas that are like a big we all have our top like, three like, areas like, like, have, like have been i mean they're the same area same it's like it's because it's all got to do with the hip and bum region is my hip dips stretch marks and cellulite you know ev- everyone has them and that's when i started and then sorry i'm not making sense i'm getting all excited um but this <laughs> it's the chloe ting yeah it's, it's, it's kicking in now <laughs> the um chloe ting hourglass workout routine I love the workouts, don't get me wrong, but there was one workout which was called something to do with hip dips and how to mi- minimize minimize, <laughs> uh, hip dips. And at the start of the video, she says they're completely normal, but th- these exercises may help and all this. And I thought, but then they are normal. Like literally, I went through puberty and my hips got wider, yeah. which is why I now have hip dips, you know? Yeah. Like, why, why would my, I mean, obviously some people, their shape is that they don't have them, also fine, but my, like, as you said, my bone structure 
is that my hips are wide being made to actually feel like we need to change our basic structure like I just can't believe it and about the whole gold thing it's just like I I promise you right you're gonna look in the mirror and you're gonna say right once I've toned that bit or once I've strengthened that bit or once I've lost a bit of weight on that bit then I'll be happy no you won't because as well if you ask if you ask yourself okay let's say I get the the body that I've always wanted if you actually ask yourself why do I want that is it actually because that's what would give you personal happiness or is it because that would give you society's approval 100% basically your body is what lets you live is what lets you have a life you know and you should be respectful of it and that's why because we were talking the other day about stretch marks and um I was saying about how I actually think it's something about my body that makes me feel powerful I think it generally is because my body has changed you know I went through puberty I'm no longer that shy little girl and to me my stretch marks are like a physical manifestation of that I call them my tiger stripes yes I love that no one else has the same scars that I do because no one else has had my life at the end of the day you have to you have to be honest with yourself who am I doing this for if you're doing it because you want to feel better on the inside then I honestly go to town on it like work out all day every day if it makes you feel good but if you're doing it because you feel like you have to or because you want to attract the opposite sex or whatever sex it is you're attracted to because you think society's telling you because you think your parents are telling you because you think that your friends are telling you yeah then that is bullshit and it does not deserve to be in your life i never look at my body and just think yeah that's my body that's the body that has got me here today i always look at my body oh there's my body like is this good enough yeah because we're even when i am feeling myself or i'm feeling like yeah i look good in this outfit I will never, never, never say out loud, I look good in this outfit. I will always stand there and go, hmm, not sure, and wait for one of my friends to go, no, nah, you look good. Like, I feel, I feel like um, I'm full of myself, I feel like I'm being selfish, yeah. I feel like I'm showing off. If I ever have the guts to say something good about myself, that endless quote, which I just love every time I see it, <clears throat> which is like, in a society that... Where is it? Hang on, I've actually got it on my wall over there. I'm going to take you over there. Because I've got this quote on my wall. In a society that profits from your self-doubt, liking yourself is a rebellious act. And that's why we feel like we can't sit there and go, oh, look at at me in this dress. Yeah, I actually feel good today. Because society is like, no, 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 no. Make sure all the women hate themselves. Otherwise, no one's going to buy our life-changing Workout plans and diet plans and, you know, mm, people exactly. living that. Exactly, because I, you know, I'd, I'd very much like to sit here and be like, I have completely accepted my body for the way it is. But as you said, we're on a journey. Yeah. And I, for, the, for the most part, I think I've made quite a few large steps towards that. Um, but at the same time, like everyone, my weight fluctuates last year I lost quite a bit of weight and you know people have said to me oh you've lost too much weight you looked gaunt you 
you lost your figure like where did your bum go also our bodies are constantly changing we are growing every day our bodies are going to go through all sorts of stuff they're going to take us through all sorts of places too much pressure on on what our bodies look like and not what our bodies are are actually doing like the amazing things that women's bodies can do like the way that we age the way that we literally bring life into the world the way that we're constantly growing like you know it is a you know but like and it's a taboo to talk about it i don't know why but like our periods why is that mm. such a taboo subject because that is literally amazing we literally have yeah it's the quality to bring life into the world like why aren't we yeah. talking about it so yeah if i yeah, get a exactly. stretch mark or um <clears throat> some cellulite or my hips get wide it's show it's showing what you're doing with your yeah, life it's i was watching a film i must have been about 14 i want to say and the girl had a really short skirt on and i remember thinking she doesn't have any bumps and i was like why doesn't she have bumps why do i have bumps and she doesn't obviously everyone's body is different but that's probably when i realized and also the assumption that you only have cellulite if you are unhealthy and obese yeah because also the assumption that if you're obese you're unhealthy that's bullshit as well exactly exactly um but cellulite they are fat cells they're literally like you got every every person's every, every person's body has fat in it if you don't have any fat at all are you a barbie doll because <laughs> everybody has fat even if you are the healthiest, um, most incredible athlete in the world, you will still have a percentage of fat. Yeah. yeah, but also let's not forget that all these women that we are comparing ourselves to on a daily basis, be it on Instagram, films, music videos, there's Photoshop, there's hair and, and also there's, there's poses. You yeah. can pose in a million different ways and create a before, a quote-unquote before and after. Yeah, it's like, not human what, you, what you're seeing in the media. It's not realistic and i just think you know as, as well as being grown to think that we're never going to be good enough we're also you know raised to constantly be comparing ourselves with other women which is why which is just bullshit we need to teach ourselves how to stop comparing and start bringing each other up so it's so hard but i never thought you know growing up that without even realizing it i was getting taught so much toxic m- mindset and I was mm. going to have to spend most of my 20s unteaching un- myself and learning how to love myself. I didn't think I was going to have to be going through this. Yeah, and like, that's why I think it's so important to love yourself. So with partners and things, if you're with someone that doesn't like that you have cellulite, doesn't like that you have stretch marks, doesn't like that you have broad shoulders, but they are not the person for you. Well, they shouldn't be in your life, whether that's but then a relationship you- or not exactly a friendship's the same yeah who um, in my life is contributing to this you know increased self-confidence mm-hmm. and who in my life is actually making it harder for me to learn how to love myself and who do I need to get rid of and not talk about this and I think it's great that because we both said you know during this conversation oh well I'm not at this point yet or I've recently just learned how to love this part of my body I think it's so healthy to recognize that we're not there yet we're not standing here saying well we're not standing, we're sitting. <laughs> we're not sitting here saying, yeah, I love my body and you should too because it's so great. We're here because we don't love our bodies, but we want to. So we're figuring out how. Yeah. And I think it's really healthy to say it's okay to not be there yet. It's okay if you're at the start of your journey, if you're at the end of your journey, it's okay wherever you're at with it. 
that's fine. And I just think it's so healthy to have conversations. Yeah, I just would really urge people to keep talking about it. Like this shouldn't be a taboo subject. We shouldn't be secretly trying to love our bodies. We shouldn't be behind the scenes going, I want to learn how to love my body, but I'm too scared to let people know that I'm on this journey. We're, we're all on that journey secretly. So let's talk about it and let's support each other along the way. And let's, you know, get there together. Yeah, because as well, everyone's got different ideals. Like I said, there's going to be, you've, you've said that you've struggled with your broad shoulders, but equally to me, you've got broad shoulders and broad hips. You've got a womanly figure you know um there's like all the different body shapes you know there's like there's apple pear what I think ones that's weird. <laughs> comparing us to fruits <laughs> we're not there for your enjoyment sir <laughs> oh actually yeah that's something i had never thought about wow juicy pear you can fuck off <laughs> i have wide hips because i don't know one day i'm gonna have loads of babies and that's great for I, them like there isn't one that well there shouldn't be you know, this whole idea that there's this one body type we should all strive for. Could you imagine if we all looked the same? Just all walking around, like, um, I'm trying to think of a film where they just like, mass-produce people. I swear someone did, like, a CGI thing of, like, the features that everyone likes in a face. But and it just looked odd. Up and quite a bit scary and a bit like... An yeah, but like, the, but, like, the whole... But I think the whole point was that it just looked it's, freaky. Who wants a world where we all look the same? Well, that's boring also, I was go- I'm gonna call this episode um learning to love my body part one um yeah I feel like we've just discussed everything that there, were, <laughs> that there were, we need to discuss but um yeah do you have any you know final remarks or messages or anything you want to want to say to anyone who's listening to this who you know maybe hasn't started to learn their body yet maybe is halfway there maybe doesn't know where the hell they are but they're you know young they're a woman what what would you say just recognizing that there's everybody even that girl that you think is perfect she's got the perfect life the perfect hair perfect makeup perfect life even she has insecurities I feel like a lot of people want to find a partner in the world you need to have a relationship with yourself first and even if you feel like you can't love your body yet appreciate it because it's what enables you to live. You have to be the own love of your life. <laughs> I feel like that should be on a coaster or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick that on the wall as well. Yeah. But Maybe people will just listen to this and be like, they're just chatting shit. I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> Hopefully, just, yeah. you know, you've, you've got something from this. You feel... I think the main reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I just don't want other women out there who are struggling to learn how to love themselves to feel like they're on their own. Exactly. Yeah, everyone is in the same boat. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Level 21. If you did, please follow us and share with all of your friends. You can also follow us on Instagram via the username level underscore 21 underscore podcast. If you would like to write in with questions you would like us to answer or comments to discuss, you can do so by contacting level21podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.